for connecting with me. I am Shikasha, a divine priestess, beauty mystic, and astro-numerative intuitive oracle. And I am here to assist in, pow in empowering with divine wisdom and expression to work for our highest and greatest good, in case you didn't know that. What's up, y'all? Peace and love, man. Oh, shit. We got a lot of things that are going down right about now. I hope y'all getting ready for this lunar eclipse that's coming up. Oh, it's going to be a Scorpio. So if you know anything about that Scorpio energy, this is all this is giving us a really good opportunity to dive deep. And look at those things that's motivating us, that's driving us, if the juice is worth the squeeze and all of the things that we have been pursuing out here. This right now is a time for us to really dive deep. How we feeling about shit? You know, what does our circle look like? Do we got real friendships in our in our in our atmosphere, in our circle. We got real ones in our corner or we just got folks that's just on the surface. You know, we hiding and buying and we keep keying at the end of the day. This is a time to get clear on what that's all about. We in Taurus season and this is where the node is at. And this is really giving us also an opportunity with this whole energy to really, to really check in to see where our values are at so we got a lot of shit that's going down full moon in scorpio i think this is called the flower moon shit and so i'm gonna be talking about um some things especially these flowers you know that's a special thing to me that you know it's, it's just some special i'm i'm a flower girl and I need me some fresh cut flowers in my house. So this being the flower moon, it definitely was right on time. But I do want to talk about this energy because it's important that we understand how this energy flows. Because we, in astrology, we talk about all of these aspects that come, uh, that um, the transits that comes up. And we look at how that's affecting Everybody out here in the cosmic streets. And we always talk about, oh, it's a powerful time. This is a time you got to set your intentions. You got to know Mercury is in retrograde. You better pay attention. All of this is very real. But if you're not really paying attention to what's going on, to how the energy is flowing, you end up missing a lot of shit. And this is part of the reason why we end up in these spaces where we see ourselves repeating things over and over again. Shit that don't serve us comes back to meet us over and over again. Why is that? Because we really ain't been paying attention to how we have been navigating energies thus far. But I'm here to tell you, now that we know better, we can absolutely positively do better. 
So right now we here in the heart of Taurus season, giving us an opportunity to look at where we at, what we value, what's important to us at the end of the day. Those things that bring us beauty and pleasure into our lives. We got to really pay attention to that. And we also got to watch out for making sure that we don't overindulge because we got that Jupiter in, in Aries energy. And Jupiter is all about expansion. And with that sun being in Taurus, we really want to make sure that we watch just how we taking in some things. Because we get in the in the in the in the realm of luxurious Taurus and we get expansive in that energy. So there's potential in that. But this is a time for us to get to the truth of the matter. Because with this Scorpio full moon, when I was talking about all of that shit we overindulging on, it's the time for us to start dealing with addictions and any of those other habits that ain't serving us and allow that shit to fly by the wayside or make some adjustments, whatever you got to do. What a powerful time indeed it is to be alive. And we already know right now that Mercury is in retrograde. Take cover, everybody. Mercury is in retrograde. We don't know what to do out here in these streets. Let's just curse. Let me tell you, when Mercury is in retrograde, I love that this sister that I was watching out here in these cosmic streets, um, Queen Poe, her name. She was speaking on that Mercury retrograde and she said some shit that was so profound it resonated. She talked about how the Mercury retrograde in reality is an illusion. So in recognizing that it is an illusion, we also need to recognize the way that illusions present themselves to us with this Mercury retrograde energy. So we already know about how we talk about how the communication, it gets wonky and how we are open to misunderstanding and travel interruptions and all of that other shit, right? But Mercury retrograde also brings about that player hater that sit on our shoulder to tell us, oh, this might not be for you. You may not be able to do that. Imposter syndrome starts kicking in. All of that type of shit, right? But Mercury retrograde is really an opportunity for us to really put how we've been communicating. Not just with all of the folks that surround us, but with ourselves up under review. And making sure that we truly understand these agreements and all of that shit that we make, you know, that we make within our lives. Mercury retrograde is your grand opportunity to really get back, go back and check in and make sure that this is where you want to be at. And then hot damn, hot damn. Let's talk about this Pluto in retrograde because I'd be... I'd be amiss not to deal with that. So we just not too long ago, what was that in um, March? Where we had Pluto that shifted over into Aquarius. We came up out of Capricorn. And I talked about that shit back when we was shifting over into that energy where I was talking about how we moving in. This was back in 2021. Now, I was talking about this shit because we moved 27 degrees Capricorn on 2-22-22, which was a very magical day. Everybody was doing a whole bunch of work with that, right? We was all working with that energy, um, no doubt about it. However, and it was, you know what, now that I'm sitting back like, hold up, hold up. And then that, that ended up being a three-day, which is connected. You know, you know, 
which is connected with heightened creativity, that Piscean energy in the Pisces cipher. That was a powerful day. However, I was talking about that because we were in that place of Pluto returns. And that was the same day that we had signed. That was around at the same timing that we signed the Declaration of Independence, right? So whatever come, whatever Pluto comes into contact with, it would experience this uh, catharsis, right? It'll build up because see, with Pluto energy, it doesn't happen like instantaneous. Like you don't see that shit like you do with mercurial energy. You know where you get those disruptions in the communication with Venus energy where you start seeing like how your relationships and everything start being impacted by the energy. It doesn't work such as a way, right? It takes a minute for that shit to kick in and it's about to get gangster, y'all. So that Pluto that we had in Capricorn, when I was talking about that, like we were at that time we signed the Declaration of Independence. You know that document that says that all men are supposed to be created equal. Okay, whatever. Anyway, we get to review that shit, right? So Pluto and Mercury being in retrograde is a powerful thing because not only do we get to check in, on what we're thinking, where the mentality is, where we at, what we saying, what we talking about and everything. Pluto opens the door for transformation. And it activated that first critical degree, ushering in some change in Aquarius. Now we are experiencing that particular energy, when we open the door, you seeing all this AI shit that's going on out here in these streets, folks is concerned about it. Don't be. And then on the, uh, and then to, not today, my bad. Yesterday, we shifted into the retrograde. Now, Pluto in retrograde is a true time of reflection. And this is a time where we will be seeing folks of prominence fall from grace. We already saw some cats out here in the streets that got some of that Plutonian blast. Did y'all see that R. Kelly third part? I didn't even have the energy for that. Like, I, I get it, you know. But I've been telling y'all that shit in the 90s, so whatever. You know. I love how... The boondocks dealt with that situation. But anyway, you know. <sighs> Fall from grace. Dalai Lama. All types of shit. You know, shit's going down. I don't keep up with the news. You see, I think Donald Trump went to jail. I don't know what the hell that was all about. But you know, buckle up, Reese Cup. I'm here to let you know something. <laughs> we in that time where if you ain't right, and you have not been exposed, I really want to encourage you to vibrate. See, this is where we talking about all of that. You got to raise your vibration, baby. You got to raise your vibration because demons can't see you when your vibration is up high. Well, see this right here, this type of shit right here. See, when you vibrating high, you ain't got shit to really worry about at the end of the day, right? Because all of this exposure, this, oh shit, confirmation right there. See, all of this exposure, all of this shit's going down. These are seeds that's been planted, you know. 
You being exposed out here in these streets because we go let folks see who you are. So it's time for you to really allow your light to shine and expose who you truly are out here in these spiritual streets. Yeah. And this is going to exacerbate. When we square with the lunar nodes of destiny, which is going to be a breakdown of old and a build up of new. Now, this is going to happen. I'm trying to remember how this goes down. This is going to happen. Where is this going to happen in, 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 in July cancer season? <laughs> I almost forgot how, how sweet that was. So let me let me let me back up how this 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 here goes. On June 11th, we shift from, because we're in this retrograde and all of that, so we get to review all of this, this particular energy. On the 11th, we shift back into Capricorn. Capricorn is dealing with the way that establishment has been going down. This is dealing with old structures, old authorities, old, what, we, what we see as authorities and everything. Like all of that shit gets dealt with. And if that ain't right and exact, if those authority, those, those, those structures that are supposed to be looking out for our best interest, if that's not right and exact, we go see, we go see what happened. Now, this is a time to show and prove. I want to encourage folks. Remember that? Get right, get right, get right. So when these nodes square up, we go see some breakdowns, right? So I'm trying to look at my notes. Let me see where I'm at, okay? You want to watch these dates. 6-12, June the 12th. And from June the 12th to January the 24th, this is when Pluto, this is that energy of transformation. This is that energy that reveals those aspects of us, right? That we feel most powerless at. So these is the things, maybe, you know, the temper is out of control. You know, maybe your appetites are under control, whatever they may be, right? Some, some relationships, some connections that may be out of control where you feeling powerless at, right? Pluto is giving you that grand opportunity to address that shit and did that shit potentially because Pluto is that energy of death and transformation, fam. So these are some days to look out for the 12th when we shift back into Pluto. This is going to be all about the power, the hierarchy, and the structure. It's going to be challenged. It's going down in these streets. We picked this time to be alive. I'm so excited. On July the 22nd, this is when we shift over into cancer, into that particular season, right? Cancer is opposite of Capricorn. So this is going to be an intense square off in the nose of fate. And this is where we go find secrets being revealed. We go see some crises, maybe even some regeneration, because that's what this energy is looking like, right? But this is an opportunity for us to heal, to purge, and to release a lot of shit that's no longer serving us. 
a lot of the baggage and shit that we've been carrying that's been kind of working against us. We get an opportunity to heal that. We also get to roll with a deeper level of empowerment, a sense of more control of how we've been navigating these streets, how we've been dealing with our life, how we've been doing. We're talking about some real victory we opening up the doors for right now. And the sec the the, the retrograde is going to allow us to see some most profound issue, some most profound transformation with those issues of power. Because unlike Mercury, where you start seeing shit, Pluto has this ripple effect on our reality. It shifts, the, it shifts our consciousness, the way we've been going about things. We get an opportunity to change the way we've been going about doing things. Change the way, change the game completely. And it's so funny because I was just sitting back laughing, you know, and, and, and listen, no shade to nobody that think this way, but you know, we've been conditioned in this matrix that you got to bust your ass. If you want to make some money, you want to make ends meet, you got to bust your ass. This the way it goes down. That's how it goes. And I remember when I was working at one time and I would talk to some of my colleagues and they would talk about like the younger generations and how they are not really connected to reality because they walk in the door thinking that they should have this status and, uh, and, 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 and all of the accolades that all of our years and years of hard work and dedication has been has been awarded we benefiting because we put the work in we put all this dedication in they walk in the door thinking that this is the way it's supposed to go down for them we don't understand we don't think that shit's supposed to go down it's not fair the whole lull this shit we got that comes in the door called social media that has been making folks boom like Harry Truman in popularity and they found ways to generate revenue and get paid off of this whole situation making millionaires out of folks that ain't doing shit but sitting in their basement dumping buckets of ice on their head or some shit who knows I don't know what the hell but shit goes viral changing the game up getting people to recognize that this matrix that we've been up under, this hustle hard mentality. And listen, let's not get it twisted. Hustling hard is definitely the thing to do. But again, this is going to be an opportunity for us to really ask ourselves, is the juice worth the squeeze? Am I busting my ass and slinging hash to make ends meet only to put myself in a higher tax bracket so that Uncle Sam can reap the benefits of all of my ass busting and I only see a few mere pennies, a, a, a shadow of a pittance of all of the hard work that I've put in. If my body is sore and taxed and I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I don't have any energy for the people that I hold closely in my heart, is the juice worth the squeeze? 
we get to review that shit. So what a powerful time for us to be out here navigating these cosmic streets. So here go some questions we might want to ask ourselves. What message do you want to project in this world? Hmm? Here's another one. How can I gain comfort in my authenticity? What are the things in my life that really has teeth? What are the things that truly matter to me as opposed to those things that not so much that I spend my time doing? What are some ways that I can enjoy myself and just enjoy life? What are some habits that can align me with my goals? What are some things that's holding us back? Do you need to shift in your paradigm? Hmm. These are opportunity. Well, we go all get confronted with these questions. Make no mistake about it. We get to do it. We get to do it. And let me remind you, you signed up for it, fam. You signed up for it. And when you are aware of how this energy flows, it can become a powerful tool in assisting you in finding that victory as you move forward. Without a doubt. And so your home is definitely a very, very powerful outlet. And we know about like all of the systems of house magic. Because I wanted to really set it off this week with talking about some house magic. So that we can really begin with this, with this whole flower moon energy with us moving more into the nicer weather what what the, the nicer I don't want to say springtime because we hit the spring in um in March right so we in that part where the weather starts to get night where the weather starts to break at least for those of us that live in these cold cities and shit you know the cold parts of the area and everything I'm in the east baby and over here in the Berg, it get pretty chilly in these streets. Now today, it, now see, you still need a jacket on. You still need a jacket, but you know it's it's we we getting it together. But then you get another day. You know we got that what what my grandma used to call pneumonia weather, right? See, one day it's night, it's it's eighty degrees, and then the next day it's forty degrees. That type of weather, that's what we're looking at right now. And so we shifting into that space where it starts to get better for us, right? And we start to be able to um, enjoy the outdoors, however you do it, right? And this is really a time for me when I really start to awaken. And all of that creative energy starts to really spill around those things that I hold most nearly and dearly for me, which is my house. And so there are so many systems of house magic for us to dive into. And we could, I could spend plenty of hours like going through all of the information that's available out there 
on how to make your home more magical. As a matter of fact, I was sitting back and I'm going through some of the books that I got. I got some really excellent books. I got A Magical Household. This is a Scott Cunningham and David Harrington book. Anything Scott Cunningham is always helpful as far as I've been concerned. So that's definitely been um, a powerful and useful reference guide. And then another one that I've got is one that's called House Magic by Ariana, which is a really cute book. Now, I'm going to tell you this because she gives a lot of good exercises that you can do and all of this other stuff but then a lot of it is really a condensed version of her take on how to use a lot of these occult sciences and use them for the betterment to maximize your whole environment and at this point in the game for most of us unless you one of these cats that just really don't know anything about that there's a myriad of information. I believe if you check the remix, Miss Blue does a beautiful explanation on how this feng shui energy works, how you can get it to benefit from you. She even break down the backward mop and all of that other type of shit. It's good shit to work with. Let's make no mistake about it. But for me, for me, I'm an eclectic type of person anyway. So I like to combine all of them shits together so that I can make it work best for me. I can't go with nobody else's system. It's not as effective if I don't do it my way. It must be done that way. I want to encourage you all to do that shit your way. Because in reading through these books, even though these are skill writers, very cute, a lot of personality in their writings and all of this shit, it's a regurgitation of the same information that we already knew. So the feng shui, of course, we know it's a good thing to know. You need to know where your energy spaces are. These is we talking about where your, your marriage is, where your travel is, um, the best rooms for connections and everything. This allows for that chi to flow righteously through your house. I got a backward mop that I put over there. I forgot to bring it over here because I'm really not going to get into those principles. That's not what I'm here for. But I do encourage you to know a little something, something about it. And these are some things. I even got this one book, Astrology Feng Shui. I thought I was going to do the damn thing, right? And it was so confusing for me. I had to put that back on the shelf and say, okay, let me apply what I know and rock this my way. Because see now, see, when we getting into this space where I'm trying to learn somebody's system and I ain't catching on no that quick, that means that I ain't got it to do. That's how I see it. But feng shui is definitely something to get involved in because you want to know your best ways of getting that chi to flow through your house. You get you a bakwa mop. It's going to tell you about how your house is. And then you can make the adjustments according to the layout in your house. It's some gangster shit. And it's going to help that chi flow throughout your house. But one of your largest indicators is your own intuition. And you can go into a room and you can kind of feel. Have you ever been in a room where you noticed that there was somebody in there arguing, going through a change or some shit, and you coming in from the outside and you can just like feel the tension, you can cut it with a knife? This is your indication right there that you can kind of read the energy in a room. And with that ability to read that energy in a room, you can go into each of the rooms in your house and take an honest assessment of where that energy is at. And if I like how Miss Blue said this, shout out to Miss Blue. She the shit with this. Does your energy go up or does your energy go down? 
Now, I'm going to tell you something. That little piece right there, that little ditty was a game changer for your girl right here. Because now that has opened me up to be able to cure just about anything by indicating whether or not my energy is going up or if my energy is going down. And I know when I go into a room and it's all helter skelter and shit's all array and disarray, my energy goes down. And what is the cure for that? I need to straighten that shit up. We need to know that sometimes the most basic shit is what needs to happen. Another one of the sciences that they dive into in these particular books for the house magic and the magical households and whatnot, where they talk about astrology and you need to, you need to know yours. Most importantly, no doubt about it, you know. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. You hustling backwards. If you in the spiritual game and you ain't clear on where your astrology placements are, you really are shorting yourself. This is going to assist you in understanding how your energies are. So then this will let you know what herbs, what crystals, and what colors will help to empower you. What days of the week will give you the most energy. And when you learn like what your moon cycles are and all of that other stuff, because it's a rabbit hole fucking around with astrology. Make no mistake about it. But I'm telling you, it is a wealth of information that will assist you in making changes in your life that will improve it for the highest and greatest good. Knowing those archetypes and symbols right around your home is a very powerful thing. And they talk about that in the books, right? Where they give you an idea of like what animal totems and archetypes are and everything like that. And if you walk through people's houses, right, you can kind of automatically see like the type of shit they like. Like you walk into their house and you can see that perhaps they animal totem knowingly or unknowingly is the elephant. How do you know? Because they got elephant statues all over this bitch right you know what i'm saying they got a, a theme of elephant trunk up trunk down elephant elephant here elephant there elephant statue elephant plant stand you know uh, um elephant knickknacks all about you know what i'm saying that's one of the things that you'll be able to tell with that and then you can go and you can check in like on what that energy that regality um that the um that the uh, elephant animal totem has. And so then you can get kind of an idea of that, right? So these are so many, so many ways that you can allow that energy to enrich your life within your home. But you got to know how that feels. And you got to be able to determine whether or not it brings your energy up or it brings your energy down. Now, I'm in, in, in another one because I'm a numero Vaden type of sister in these streets. So I have been able to incorporate numerology into my astrology pack, um, practice because what I have noticed when I go through charts, when I look at times, when I look at significant numbers for people, I start being able to see these divine light codes that start popping up. And those divine light codes for me, they give me little flashes of insight as to where this person is energetically. The same thing can happen with your home. So when you know 
the numerology and what that is is that you just add the numbers up and then you reduce it down to a single digit right so like for me my address is 103 right and if i do one plus zero plus three it equals four and so four is like one of those houses where we're always going to have to make sure that we stay up and on top of the repairs and all of that type of shit this is a house that's really big with foundations and everything processes because of that four energy right so your home and they tell you like in feng shui like the most favorable numbers and everything not the four i don't think but i believe it's what the six the eight the 10 something like that these are all favorable prosperity type numbers personally i think the four is a prosperity number it reminds me of the jupiter symbol so whatever but however when you know your archetypes when you know your symbols when you know your astrology when you understand your numerology when you can condense all of these occult sciences in to one you can navigate your experience within your life and create a unique a unique system that you can tap into and get full benefit from it is a powerful thing to be able to work with so if you are an earth energy then maybe you know you maybe maybe it's your earth tones hold up let me look in my little guide book because they can really get into some of all of that stuff uh, i can't find it i'm not even gonna waste time looking for that shit but if we looking at earth energy we talking about earth tones we talking about those different aesthetics that we put around the house right we talking about the crystals because the crystals is a part of earth energy this how I see it. I don't give a shit what they got in the book. I didn't open the book. I didn't get a chance to because I didn't mark it off, whatever. So I'm telling you how I see it. For me, I go through my home and I look through for earth energy. And so when I'm dealing with the earth energy, if I'm just going to make some adjustments in earth energy within the house, that means I'm dealing with my crystals. I'm dealing with my plants and I'm dealing with um, the herbal things, you know what I'm saying, that I have within the house, you know what I'm saying, or outside in my garden, I'm sorry, my bad, or the herbs that I have outside in my garden, oh, I'm going to get to a garden nugget, I'm going to get to a garden nugget, but these are the things that we, um, that I look for, and so when you're working with herbs, what are the herbs that really speak to you, what are the herbs that will um, assist you in accomplishing some of your life's goals and so we talk about like um earth i'm trying to think of an earth um element plant is it i think basil is mars well i can really get down on the fire element roses i believe are that earth energy right but you want to also look at um how the energy expresses itself for you because for me and then i'm thinking maybe that's water because it's connected to venus whatever but anyway where i'm going with that is being able to tap into this shit energetically regardless because i am at this point in my life right now and we should all be where all of this logistic all of this all of this legalistic type of mentality that we got you doing it wrong you got this shit all twisted that ain't the way that it go this ain't the teaching i don't give a shit about that 
This is how I'm seeing it. This is how I'm experiencing it. And I really want you to grasp that so that you can take this, get your own experience and really be able to expand from it. You're not going to get the full benefit by following somebody else's system. They'll teach you how to do it. But your maximum benefit is when you show that understanding. And so when I'm working with those flowers, I don't know for sure what herb, what element, what, what this, what that. Many of them I do because sometimes you can feel that energetically. But if I'm working with the rose, oh, I'm not sure whether or not this is water or is connected to what planet and all of that other stuff like that. Knowing that astrology and understanding how that goes is going to be very helpful in helping you navigate these streets out here spiritually. But however, if you can tap into your intuitive capabilities and really make these connections, you'll start to see a lot of victory showing up within your life. So for me, I like to work with the air element. The air element really helps to shift the vibration in how we connect and interact with each other. Air and water is two of those elements that I just really, really um, rocks with, especially when I'm having people come out to my house and interact, right? So of course, you know, with the earth element, we working with the air, the flowers, the plants, the herbs, and all of those other things, and really making sure that these are things that are working for your highest and greatest good. But when you're dealing with that air element, this is all about those scents that go on through the house, right? And that scent, it taps into that... Um, what is that the limbic system the uh, blood brain barrier it hits that and um it 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 helps you to really be able to shift energetically so sometimes like you'll you'll smell like a scent that you can remember from back in the day and like energetically it'll propel you back into that whole that whole vibe that whole energy like you back in 1983 you know what I'm saying? And you can smell like some old cookies or the scent of Twinkies or some shit like that. It'll take me all the way back to the 80s and everything like that. And that air element, it has that ability. You're going to find that with your scents, your essential oils that you drop in, your smudges, the sounds. Now get some dope ass sounds up in the house and shift the vibration, right? Whether you got that waterfall in the black background, which is water element energy as well you know what I'm saying bringing that into your atmosphere or if you just got some good as vibing as music it elevates it raises the vibration make no mistake about that so that's what you definitely want to um take a look at when you're um working with um, raising the frequency and making these adjustments within your house let me give you some really good um, examples like so let's talk about like some of the goals some of the things that we would like to see um, if you want to protect your home from like drama like at family events I speak on this all of the time because I ain't got no problem telling you about how my family can definitely show up 
and show the hell out um, on some occasions. Because we a family, we like to enjoy ourselves. We get a few drinks in us. But see, when you're dealing with family and we talking about the element of fire connected to the element of water, that's why they call alcohol fire water, right? So you've got that passion, that charge of energy with water, which is the emotions, and you combine them two together and all you got yourself a situation, right? But if you prepare for those particular types of situation, you find yourself in the catbird seat. Now, let me tell you what you do. I like to work with this guy, Hote. We talked about that on the cipher, me and um, the quantum lion ourselves. We talked about how we work with this particular energy and really assisting and keeping the vibration at a certain um you know, keeping the vibration high enough so that you can truly enjoy yourself when you are around energies that have the potential to fall into a lower vibration when they start partaking in that fire water, right? And so the God Hote is a patron saint. And it's a patron saint that's used in many um pubs and taverns and everything, right? To make sure that that whole jovial vibe goes about where it turns into a place where people can have the bar like cheers, where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. And it's not one of those dive motorcycle bar where everybody punching you in your face and it's a situation and somebody's falling out and it's some bullshit all the time. And it's one of them new bars and shit like that. That is an energy that can protect from those type of situations from happening. You can invoke that into your home and bring that into your situation. And that is exactly what I did in working with that painter's sake. So what I'll do is I'll light a candle and you figure out whatever your color is, unless there's a color that you want to associate with the patron saint. I believe it's gold, if I'm not mistaken. But a color that I consistently work with are colors like gold, green, red, those types of colors. But let's say for the sake of, eh, I don't really know. Let's keep everybody grounded. Let's keep everybody in this space. If you don't know, white is always a good color. You get you some herbs or not, whatever in the hell. You set your intention, light the candle up with that clear intention and keep it moving, right? These are some things that you really want to do. The other thing that I like to do is charge up my water in my fountain. So at the time, I don't think I must have given that away, but I had this really cool fountain. And what I would do was I would drop some essential oil of frankincense and myrrh in there and allow for that water to... um to uh, cycle through the water fountain. And that water fountain, that water energy for me was symbolizing, like placing that blessing of the frankincense, that protection energy, that blessing, the protection of the frankincense and the myrrh into the water, which is the emotional aspect. So this was a ritual that I was putting in place in order to protect the emotional state of those individuals that will come around. Because when you're dealing with family, it's usually an emotional situation sometimes. And it's good or bad. 
however you want the vibration. Me, I prefer my emotional exchange with my relatives to be at the higher vibration so that I can really enjoy our company and our time together. So that's where I was at on that. But last but not least, I want to talk about one of the things that I would like to, um, that I am going to do and I would like to share with you all to make your garden so much more magical because this is a time for us to really start setting off the gardens and really bringing that magical component to the gardens, right? Is I deals with psyllionite powder in my soil. Why am I doing that shit? Because I want to raise the vibration and charge up the quality of the herbs that I have in my magical garden. And so with this is a time right now where many of us are beginning or cultivating the garden. It's been like this bullshitting ass back and forth type of weather, right? And even though we just pierced the door, we just opened the door of May, um, we still get that up and down heavy you know, heavy, slow, stop and go type of weather, right? However, I got my magical herbs out there. One, what I always got on deck in my herbal garden, basil, rosemary, peppermint, lavender. I keeps oregano on deck too. And I like oregano because of its, um, cleansing properties as well um i'm trying to think if i'm forgetting anything but anyway i keeps those on deck in the soil i just take a little bit of psyllionite powder and psyllionite is uh um inner is is uh, a crystal that you can work with it's associated with the moon and it helps with emotional balance and you know what i'm saying it helps overall well-being um i I had a damn silly night sitting over here. I think one of my grandbabies must have scooped that champ up. But anyway, I got the silly night and I take it. And if you can't find it in powder form, you know, it's very um, porous. It's very fine. Hold up. I got a silly night wand right here. It's very fine. It's very porous to work with. Now, of course, I ain't finna crush up my wand. And mess with this, but I you can find like the little um, silly night sticks, the small ones. And you can get probably like 10 of them for like five bucks, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Order on Amazon, however you do it, whatever. Or um, if you got a little crystal shop in your community, you know, grab that there. But all you need is like one little stick, maybe two, whatever in the hell. You know what I'm saying? And then take it in the um, the, the mortar, you know, the, the pestle, grind it on up and everything until it turns into a powder. Just like you do the herbs. It will do that shit. And I'm going to tell you something. It brings a different dimension into your enchanted gardens. Not only does it help to activate that whole fairy energy if you're working with that, but it also um, really helps to bring that whole enchanted vibe into the garden. It brings that lunar energy and it intensifies the power of my magical herbs. And so with me just sprinkling just a little bit of that psyllionite dust in the soil around in my magical garden and everything, when that lunar energy hits it, because we about to get this full moon, you need to know this work. This is going to really help to boost your, um, is going to help to boost 
the effectiveness of your magical herbs. Your intention will be that much more solidified. So if you got if you got peppermint to assist you with prosperity, this is going to help in propelling that. If you got that basil to assist you in making that shit happen for yourself, it's going to assist in propelling that. If you have protective herbs around there, it's going to assist in heightening that up for you. So if you, you know, so that protective vibration is increased. The uh, prosperity vibration is increased is increased and the other thing that it does i'm finding this so hard because i ain't been sharing this shit with nobody because people think i'm out of my damn ass mind but whatever (laughs) is that it just brings a very special vibration not only that let's look into the properties of the stone itself and, and and factor in that particular energy because what that also does is it also helps because see when we put these enchanted gardens together is at least when I put my garden together I put the herbs out that are um intentional for my most empowering type of situations right I want this to work for my highest and greatest good and for my benefits and when I add that psyllionite powder into it it brings me into um like what would like the yogi say the ecstasy of the situation right and so when you get yourself a true intention and you start to enjoy it the whole experience of enjoying it the whole experience of achieving it it gets factored in it gets it gets ingrained into your garden into your herbs into your products and you can also because i got my um my marigolds, you know, that bring that protective energy. The sunflower, it helps to raise the vibration and bring that whole protective energy as well. Um, and all of those things, that little bit of psyllionite powder, it's like fairy dust. That's what I call it. It's one of my main ingredients in my magic powder. And I'll sprinkle that along so, and it will just help the garden to thrive. You definitely must try that. But there are so many things out here in these streets that you can do that will assist you in making things light up. That's what it'll do. Make things light up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I definitely want to leave on that note. Let me look at the time. Yeah, I'm on time. I'm up out. I just wanted to stop in and share a little bit of information. I thought I was going to find something new and profound. But the only thing I ended up figuring out is that this, this is a time for us to really start using our own intuitive capacities at this particular point in time in life. All of the stuff that we knew, all of the stuff that we were taught, it is time for us to raise up, start utilizing the tools that we have. Stop watching it. Stop watching other people doing it. Stop listening to these motherfuckers out here. Not saying that, listen, no offense. No offense. Motherfuckers is just, just what I'm saying. But stop listening to people out here telling you what to exactly do. 
Because once you have that understanding and you understand how the energy works, then you can allow spirit to guide you and you will intuitively find something that works that is unique and only to you. It is your own divine process. That's divine order. No doubt about it. So I am going to call it right there. But I want to send you all so much love. Hey, so much love and shouts out to the serious cipher. The family shows up in a profound way. I love each and every one of you in the soul family so, so, so much. Thank you so much for just helping me to make this whole endeavor successful. And we will be getting our build on randomly. It's going to be a true cipher out here. I almost forgot about that shit. Y'all need to be a part of that particular discussion because when we start going freestyle, one of the things that I started realizing when I talked to all of the other individuals within the soul family is when we start getting these freestyle conversations, we on the phone, we talking for hours at a time, some of us, right? And when we get on the phone, we go down so many damn rabbit holes. We touch so many things. We dive so deeply into things. It was amazing me that we couldn't get the conversations to get to that particular level of discussion like that we be having on the phone and whatnot, right? But what, 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 and shout out and so much love to uh-oh, Sheila, Goddess Ra, and Brother Dante who sat in on that discussion where we were sitting back trying to figure out, okay, what needs to happen? Okay, and, and and Sister Sheila, she said, you know, what we need to do is just go ahead and just do this conversation and just go ahead and speak freely about what's going on because it, it happens randomly. And it was so powerful and so impactful because spirit had laid on my heart to reach out to the soul family to start getting because they got answers. I like, I'm not the only person spirit speaking to out in the street. That's why I'm calling them on here. You heard? And when that went down that way, this is where spirit was demonstrating is that we truly need to just allow spirit to take the lead. And I'm so very excited that we are going to um, dive into these random discussions. You're going to get so much more out of our discussions when we do it this way. This I know for sure. I can feel it. And so please definitely tune in. Thursday nights, you can look for it on Friday. Usually I'll have them up Thursday night, but you can count on it Friday. That I'll have those ciphers up and you can definitely benefit from the knowledge, the wisdom, the insight of these cats here in the soul family. There's some real gangsters in these streets, y'all. Some real gangsters. So I want to send so much love, so, so much love and appreciation to my family out here in these spiritual streets, doing their own thing. We got so many people doing this work out here in some big and impactful ways. Y'all watch out. Priestess Keisha got this goddess work out here, and I am doing this work. I'm working with this Talk To Me Nicely goddess. But she got a series of them going through and everything. That's the one that stuck out to me because this is some work right here that's going to be life-changing. I can feel it. 
So y'all need to definitely check that shit out. She on Clubhouse. She doing her thing. It's on the Priestess Palace. And I'm here to tell y'all, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Because this is right on time. With the way this energy is going right about now, it is a big deal. We need this work. It is time. So... I'm going to end it out with that, y'all. I want to send again so much love out to the soul fans. So much love to you. So much love to this world out here in these streets because we need it. Please get out here, show some folks some love. I'm not saying that shit to be some facetious out here. We really, really need to show each other some love and support. Do y'all know how much somebody showing me some love and support has lifted me out of some really dark places out here? Show some love. It is important. You think it don't matter. I promise you it does. Do it. Please show folks love. Folks is vibrating so low. But I'm going to get up out of here. I done talked enough. But peace and light and peace and love. Mm-hmm.